Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene Mini episode. Hello. I thought we would start the show off with an inspirational quote. Okay. Pigs can't look up, but I could pick a pig up one night and raise it into the sky and tilt this pig ever so gentle. I can make sure the pig's eyes line up with the stars. Imagine seeing the stars for the first time. I want to be treated that kindly and see the stars for the first time. Do you know who said that? Um, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> I have no idea. Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, no wonder I didn't see it. That's why, <laughs> that's why I wanted to start the show off with the wow. Vincent D'Onofrio quote. That is cute. Because you wouldn't see it, would you, Desi? No. He because, posted that on Twitter? Because Vincent D'Onofrio blocked Desi on Twitter a few yes. years ago. Yeah. It's on one of our shows where we break it down. We broke down the whole thing. Obviously, I'm innocent. <laughs> you did nothing to provoke him. No. We love... I wish he would unblock Desi. I think... Um, anyway, this is a... I, I, I think he... I don't know if he made this up. It, it sounds like something he would make up. I. He has a history of making weird tweets, right? I mean, he's got a great account. Yeah, and I am sorry that you're blocked by him. Seriously, because I mean, it hurts more than the Airbud block because <laughs> Airbud doesn't tweet that many good things. No, so I don't care. But Vincent D'Onofrio yeah. turns out bangers. Yeah, totally. So he tweeted. He didn't tweet this this week, but he did retweet it. This is it. He. This is an older tweet. He tweeted this on four twenty. 19. I mean, when you told me it, it, it sounds vaguely familiar. So maybe this was before he blocked you. He originally yeah, tweeted this. I think this. so. Possibly. I don't really remember. Anyway, I just thought we'd set the tone with the show with a nice inspirational message from one of our favorite actors. The tone is set. The tone is set. Having said that, let's move on to a story about Nicolas Cage. Oh, okay. He is in the news this week. That's probably why I thought of him. This is out of Variety... Nicholas Cage proclaims, I am a goth ahead of playing Dracula. And he also says that his pet crow insults him. I think um, this made Twitter very horny this week, knowing that we have absolute confirmation that Nicholas Cage is in fact a goth. I mean, I was, I didn't know we needed that. Uh, apparently we needed like a verbal confirmation from him and we got yeah. it. Yeah. I guess. I mean, he's literally walked on the streets with like a top hat a black top hat and a cane. Right. <laughs> Just saying. That's pretty goth. Also, he has an adult goth son. Oh, yeah. His son is super goth. Yeah. In a, in a more uh, obvious way. Right. Like, he looks very goth. Yeah. But Nicolas Cage, his vibe is very goth. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious what this movie is. The it's, vampire one. The Variety article says, Nicolas Cage once played a man who is convinced he is a vampire. 1989's Vampire's Kiss. Have you seen that movie? No, I don't think I saw it. You got to see it. Okay. It's great. 
but he's about to go full bloodsucker as Dracula in Universal's upcoming horror movie, Renfield. Ooh, okay, I have heard of this movie. I'm dying to see him take on Dracula. Yeah, I think that'll be good. Um, The article continues that he lives a very goth lifestyle off camera. The actor said in a recent interview with the Los Angeles Times uh, that he has a pet crow as a pet. The pet crow is named Hoogan. He's a pet crow as a pet? I'm sorry. He has a a crow as a pet. What's the pet's name? Hoogan. Hoogan. H-O-O-G-A-N. And that's the the crow that insults him? Yes. Hoogan lives in the actor's Las Vegas home inside a geodesic dome. (laughs) According to Cage... He has taken to calling me names. It's comical. <laughs> At least it is to me. When I leave the room, he'll say bye and then go ass. Oh, that's cute. Crows are very intelligent and I like their appearance. The Edgar Allan Poe aspect. I like the goth element. I am a goth. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great quote. I didn't even know crows could speak. Like, say words like other birds. I thought that was just parrots. Yeah. Okay. I guess crows can, too. They, or mimic, at least, they mimic things. At least his crow. Well, I mean, you, they have, they're mimicking something. So maybe someone else is saying, oh, bye ass to him. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> the crow didn't come up with that. <laughs> Where did the crow learn the term ass? Maybe from his goth son. You ass. Yeah. I think Nicolas Cage was going around to saying ass a bunch. I think he was saying bye ass to people. And the <laughs> crow picked it up and took and it, he it he bit himself in the ass with his own words. Who <laughs> says bye ass? Bye ass. It's like the ghost recordings. It's probably like rah, rah. And, and he's made it made it seem like something. He called me ass. Wow, he insults me. <laughs> I am goth. <laughs> Goth man. This is a story out of the Daily Mail. So you know it's good. <laughs> you know it's a fucked up story. <laughs> Prince Andrew wants disgraced actor Kevin Spacey to help clear his name. Well, that seems bad. <laughs> well, he really doesn't know how to do anything right, does he? <laughs> hey, guy. <laughs> Face. Like, why? (laughs) Okay, this is his reasoning, according to the Daily Mail. He wants disgraced actor Kevin Spacey to help clear his name by telling a jury in Virginia Roberts' sex assault lawsuit that Ghislaine Maxwell was his guest during the guided tour of Buckingham Palace in 2002. That that she was Kevin Spacey's guest? Yes. I see. But why was he uh, with (laughs) that? Why was he at Buckingham Palace? (laughs) Prince Andrew allegedly wants disgraced actor Kevin Spacey to help clear his name by telling a jury in the Virginia Roberts sex assault case that Ghislaine Maxwell was Spacey's guest during a guided tour of Buckingham Palace in 2002. A photo taken during the private tour, which was organized by the Duke, shows Maxwell. Well, it says right here he organized the tour. Why are you inviting her? <laughs> you invited her, dude. Like you. Uh, Why'd you invite Kevin Spacey? Seriously. I mean, I know... Wait, was when was this? Two, okay, I know it was 2002. Okay. But, I mean, first of all, I have to say, I don't necessarily think 
having a photo with Jelaine Maxwell means anything. A lot of people will use that as evidence. I think she was a hanger on her who was always always at a lot of these things. Yeah. But I do think there's other evidence with Andrew. And it's not just that Ghislaine or whatever the fuck her name is was at Buckingham Palace. That's not evidence. No. There's more evidence that he did something criminal. Like, it doesn't matter that that's not... Why is he trying to get rid of that that (laughs) evidence? There's way worse evidence. Like, he's such an idiot. I'm just so mad. Like... Yeah, they're saying a source told the son Andrew had invited Spacey for the tour of the palace. Ghislaine Maxwell came with him, not as a guest of Andrew's. Okay. Well, what about all the other stuff? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll, let, let's give him that. Okay. She was a guest of another sexual assaulter. Okay. We'll give you that. <laughs> now what? What about all the other stuff? <laughs> right. We know you're guilty, Andrew. Andrew. Get it? Seriously. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll keep you, we'll keep you posted about this scumbag. I like to like, why would Kevin Spacey, he's like, dude, I got enough issues. <laughs> I'm not taking credit for that one too. Like why, what's, what's his incentive to help out here? He's got his own problems, right? He's got his fucking Christmas videos. He has to make every well, year. He didn't like, even do one this year. Seriously. Well, I thought he was trying to win us back. Maybe <laughs> we're going to problem. We're going to get an Easter surprise. Uh, you know what? Didn't he do an Easter one one year? Or no, is that my fantasy? He should. Yeah. In my Easter fantasy, he's actually dressed like the Easter bunny. Well, hello there. Were you just like, I like how he starts the videos as if we just happened upon him. Right. It's like, no, you posted this. But it's always like, oh, welcome to my kitchen. Hello. Like, I didn't see you come in. Yeah. I, it's, it's deranged. Here's a story out of Ireland. A dead man was oh what is this from the independent <laughs> the the independent dot ie you guys probably know what that no. is over there it's pretty big big over in Ireland <laughs> the ie <laughs> it looks a very this is like a big newspaper I it's it just should be dot ie because the website is Irish that's how it works okay I eat a lot of chicken tonight in Canada it's dot ca I know <laughs> thank you Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a .us. Some of those websites. .us? There's I think is I, not a .us. I think sometimes you, they start running out. <laughs> we have com. We own com. That's commercial. Oh, it is? That's what that means. So .org <laughs> is like um, government or whatever. Okay, charity. I don't want to ask another question because I'm going to sound like a fucking idiot. So I'm going to okay. table this for when we're not recording. Save it for me afterwards. I'm going to so save it make just fun of you. <laughs> A dead man was brought to a post office this morning in an attempt to collect his pension in one of the most bizarre incidents that the Gardai have ever seen. The Gardai? <laughs> I think it's the Irish police, but okay. I'm almost positive I pronounced that wrong. Okay. I don't even care how it's pronounced because this is the last time I'm ever going to do a story with that word in it. Probably. Because I'm so embarrassed right now. The shocking incident <laughs> in which... The deceased male was propped up by two other men happened at the post office on Staplestown Road in Carlotown. Staff at the post office immediately became suspicious and contacted emergency services, and that's when the police rushed to the scene. No money was handed over, and it is understood that, that the deceased man is well known to the two men who moved his body. A local woman living beside the post office told how her daughter witnessed two men carrying a man into the shop. 
So this is a weekend at Bernie situation. That's exactly what this is. These two men carried a dead guy into a post office looking to collect his pension. I'm here to pick up my my pension check. (laughs) All right. I'm Irish. (laughs) Nice Irish accent, you idiot. In Carlo Town. I want to go to Carlo Town. That sounds hot. She was leaving my house at the time and said the man looked unwell as his feet were dragging on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> this plan, like at least put him in a wheelchair right. or something. Like, Why? <laughs> I, I'm, like I, I feel like I have some advice here. Like, and I've never even done this before. I just imagine <laughs> they put him in one of those little Irish newsboy caps yeah. and the sunglasses. He had like X's on it and he had like a bottle of whiskey or something. They're like, oh, oh yeah, he's Desi. a little, <laughs> he's a little cocked like he out. Was drunk and that's why he was dragging his yeah. feet. Oh, we just came back from the pub to get his check. <laughs> <laughs> the woman did not want to be named, said there was quite a, said there was a queue outside the post office at the time. It's a really small shop, and you're only allowed three at a time with social distancing. People were in shock as they thought he was having a heart attack. I feel awful for the staff. They've suffered so many robberies over the years. What? They're worn out. Jesus, <laughs> what's going on in this town? I have a 12-year-old daughter, and I'm trying to explain to her what happened. And sure, where do you start? It's awful. Did she have to explain it? <laughs> I like... How she's anonymous, but we already know she lives right next to the post office. And has a 12-year-old daughter. Yeah. Neighbors of the deceased said they are in total shock of the incident. Uh, He was a lovely man and a lovely neighbor. We're all very upset. We don't want to speculate about what happened, but all I can say is it's a sad night and a shock to the system. Now, they don't think that... I guess it says they're investigating all circumstances surrounding the unexplained death of the elderly man. I guess they're going to determine if it was natural causes or not. Right. But it is, I I don't think these people thought this through, this plan. No. I mean, I bet you he died of natural causes and they were trying to get one more check. Right. Like, you know, I can see that happening. Mm -hmm. I would just do it in a different way. I wouldn't do it at all, I would, but Des, I certainly wouldn't do it this on way. On the record, Desi says she would commit the same crime, just better. <laughs> yeah. Just in a Read better, it that way. Just in a better way. Our next story is about McDonald's. Ooh. I haven't been to McDonald's in a long time. I think the last time I, think the last time I went was with you, though. Wow. <laughs> way to dog me. <laughs> I haven't been, but when I was there, you were there. It was probably with you, Desi. (laughs) This is, uh, this is, I'm reading this from McDonald's site, McDonald's menu hacks. Did you see this? Where it's basically shoving two foods together when you're stoned? Yeah. Like they're not hacks. Okay. But apparently these are known hacks by McDonald's. I didn't like any of them. These are known hacks by McDonald's enthusiasts, and McDonald's liked the hacks so much that they decided to put them on their official website, and they will be offering them officially as secret menu items at their stores on January 31st. So that's coming up. The only good one is the hash browns on the Egg McMuffin, Yeah, in my opinion. Here's a list of the hacks. You can get a surf and turf, and what you do... 
What they do is when you order a surf and turf at McDonald's, they give you a filet of fish and a double cheeseburger. And what you do is you stack the filet of fish on top of the double cheeseburger and you eat it like that. So they're just giving you two items and you have to put them together. They're actually going to make them for you now. Oh, because people complained. Oh, wait. No, now it says, wait, it says, we'll put everything you need to make the menu hack in the bag. Yeah, so they're not doing it. So you still have to assemble it. So basically what this is, is now all our employees know what these hacks are for when you right. order so them. Right, so instead of saying, I'll have a filet of fish and a double cheeseburger, you just say, I'll have the surf and turf. Right. So that's, wow, the convenience. <laughs> uh, that sounds disgusting to me, the surf and turf. I don't want surf and turf from a fast food establishment. I don't want this. I've never had a filet of fish. Really? No. No I way. Have. Okay, I have a confession. Okay. We were talking about fish and cheese earlier, and I, <laughs> I and I agree with you, like most people, that fish and cheese do not belong together. Mm-hmm. However, when I was a child, whenever I would go on like a road trip with someone else's family, I always ordered the filet of fish. So they're always like, that fucking girl <laughs> who stinks up the car <laughs> with the filet of fish why is coming. I, why did I do that? I have no idea. Maybe. I mean, it is possible I've had a filet of fish as a child and just don't remember. I think I just liked fried fish a lot. I like I I like fried fish. Right. I just don't like the cheese. And it's probably not something I would get at fast food. Right. Uh, although I'm sure I had fish and chips at like Long John Silver's or something. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe well, it seemed more legit that way. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm sure we have filet of fish head listeners. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's very popular. It's still on the fucking menu. Yeah, it's been around forever. It's a classic McDonald's item. It'll never go away. But for some reason, it's still always a shock whenever someone tells you that they order that. And it's it's a gourmet item now. Like people make gourmet versions of filet of fish. Like that's a thing. Right. So obviously it's very popular. The crunchy double. McDonald's said this sandwich. This is the sandwich plot twist you didn't know you were missing. Hmm. Go in for the classic double cheeseburger taste and end up with the tasty surprise of chicken McNuggets with tangy barbecue sauce. So basically, it's a double cheeseburger with McNuggets shoved inside of it. How high are people? (laughs) Like this stuff, the, the thing that I saw this hack menu... When I read these hacks, I was like, these aren't even hacks. Like, these are just people shoving two different foods together. Like, none of them make sense to me. Like, even the Egg McMuffin, which I think is the best one. Right. Even that, it's like, my, and in my mind, a hack would be, instead of the muffin, the hash browns are your bread. Right. Like, that's a hack to me. Yes. This is just putting two foods together. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, I know. Yeah. Like, yeah, instead of... Instead of a hamburger bun, I want it on a McGriddle. Yes. Like those are hacks to me. Right. Uh, or putting onion rings on the burger or like whatever, like that can work or putting fries on the burger. But once you have to do it yourself, it's no longer a hack. It's just you pigging out <laughs> in weird, gross ways. It, it's, <laughs> like, it's you ordering two meals and making it one. Yeah. Like... I want them to do it for me. Like when you go to In-N-Out and you get animal style, you're not getting all those things separately and then putting them together in your car. They're doing they it. do it for you. Like, right. Uh, so I was shocked at these hacks and, right. d- and dismayed. 
Because I was like, I was actually kind of excited to see what it would be. And then I was like, wait, what? You're just putting the hash brown on the egg McMuffin? Like, Or a hack would be, I want an order of pancakes and also an order of McNuggets and put maple syrup on it. Yeah, like a chicken and waffle. Right. Like a that's, McDonald's version. That's a hack. Yeah, Even totally. though I don't know if you could do that because they don't serve breakfast and McNuggets at the Well, they did time. have all day breakfast for a while. But you could, but that would be a good hack. Yeah, totally. Right. I, yeah, I, I think combining certain foods can count as a hack. Not these, though. Okay, this is the most disturbing hack oh boy. to me. It's called the land, air, and sea. Okay, I already am disturbed. Basically what it is, is it's a Big Mac stacked with a McChicken stacked with a filet of fish. So you're eating fish, chicken, <laughs> and beef in one gigantic abomination of a sandwich. That doesn't even sound like it would taste good. No. And I'm all for abomination food combinations. This I just feel like good. this doesn't taste good. And it's like a turducken, right. like a McDonald's turducken. I, like, can you imagine tasting chicken, fish, and hamburger together? That just doesn't sound good to me. Like maybe, yeah, I don't want any of those combinations. I don't know. I don't it, like it. It sounds gross. Yeah. I think this country is in serious trouble. If we didn't know before, this is, <laughs> we do now. This is a cry for This is help. a bullshit hack menu. I'm disappointed in McDonald's. Well, let's take a break. Okay. And we're going to come back and read some listener emails. Oh, okay. And do some other stuff. Okay. Okay. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've had a really stressful year with work and family stuff, and I know I'm not alone when I say I tend to push that stress down in order to get what I need done, done, and that only makes things worse. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. 
When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. In the past, therapy has helped me navigate many situations from helping me to set boundaries to just becoming the best version of myself. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I love that it's entirely online, so it's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HCS. We have some birthday shout outs that we want to do. Yeah. Our first is a happy birthday to Jordan, who is turning 27 on February 2nd. So happy early birthday. This is from your wonderful fiance, Alex. Aw. They're in London. He's cute because he's like, I'm sorry if I messed up because I'm French. That's hot. Yeah. I was like, I don't, you should never apologize for being French. (laughs) In my opinion. Uh, He's really sweet. He says, she's truly the most amazing and inspirational person I've ever met. She's a very strong woman who has always held her head high, even when I'm going through hardship. So that's really sweet. Uh, They, they listen to our Patreon episodes as well. They love the podcast. Well, happy birthday. Happy birthday, 27. Jordan. 27. That's exciting. I hope, I hope you and Alex have a good meal yeah. in London. Let us know what you ate. Yes. And our next birthday is to Debbie. Debbie. We know Debbie. I, I know Debbie. I now know Debbie. Well, now Desi knows Debbie because <laughs> I, I had to. I've followed Desi on. I'm, I've followed Debbie on Instagram for a while now because she has an amazing page. Yes, I really like her photos, and I was like, oh, I know Debbie, and this is like the whole Scottish crew. Yes. So, uh, it's it's Debbie's birthday, or it was Debbie's birthday on January twenty fourth, right? Because we saw pictures. They sent pictures. The whole crew. This is a fun group. We definitely would do a uh, 10-person show for this crew. (laughs) We'll do our own version of the Edinburgh Fringe Fest or whatever. Oh, my God. Edinburgh Bitch Festival. (laughs) Just 10. We don't need many people. We want to go anyway. We don't know exactly how many fans we have in Scotland, but we said we would gladly travel to Scotland even if it was just to do a live show for this crew. For this group yeah. of friends. They're, I love them. Yeah. So they sent lots of pictures of their food that they ate. It looks like um, very heavy food. There's a hot dog in here. There's some poutine. Oh, yeah. That looked good. This looked like a crazy night, you guys. Also, they sent a picture of their dog. Um, very cute dog. So this is from Richie and the whole crew. Happy birthday, Debbie. Happy birthday. Thanks for listening and being hot. Yes, please. Keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it. Um, that's all our birthday shout-outs for this week. We did get some cat pictures. We also got a cat picture that a 
listener sent to us a while ago, but it accidentally ended up in our junk folder. So it made me think, oh my God, how many things have gotten sent to our junk drawer? And like, we didn't even know. Our junk drawer. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know what to call inbox. Inbox. It's our spam spam folder. Yeah, it's spam folder. What's wrong with me today? It's our junk drawer. (laughs) You're like a mom. (laughs) (laughs) This is from uh, Dervla, and she sent some really cute pictures. It says cat photos, open me, and it's like pictures of this famous cat. Okay, it says, hey, ladies, I love your main show and your Patreon shows. I'm nearly caught up on on them all. I thought you might enjoy the attached photos of the most famous cat in my hometown. He doesn't have an actual name. Everyone calls him something different. I call him Ginger. He is known as the keeper of the Magdalena Tower in my town in Ireland. Everyone loves to pet him. And he is the best fed cat in town. Whenever I pass someone feeding him, someone else always comments, the best fed cat in the town. Maybe that should be his name. In the summer, he likes to bask in the sun on the cobblestones, and in the winter, he sits on the light boxes that light up the tower to keep warm. I hope you enjoy. Look at this big boy. This He's chonk. Oh, damn. I mean, a a chonk orange cat doesn't get better. No. That's the best. Because it's like Garfield. I guess. I, I, (laughs) I wonder if orange cats are more prone to chonk, because there's a lot of chonky orange cats. Right. There's some hefty boys. Uh, I love them. Thank you so much. I'm sorry we didn't get to this sooner. It literally went to our spam folder, and I don't know why. But I'm yeah. glad I happened to notice Check it. it. There's also another orange cat I want to talk about. Okay. Elaine sent us an email. She's writing in from Albuquerque. She says she has an orange and white male tabby cat named <gasps> Mr. Crispy. Oh, I saw this. He likes to go inside and get into fights with a black cat belonging to one of my neighbors. I think she meant outside. I can tell they are tussling when I hear terrible howling noise. Once I came outside and found that Mr. Crispy had a mouthful of black fur and the neighbor's cat had a mouthful of orange fur. <gasps> then things took a more it's violent... It's like Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> <laughs> you got your chocolate in my peanut butter. butter. Then things took a more violent turn. One day I heard a horrible howl and went outside. Mr. Crispy pushed past me and went inside and hid in the bathroom for a while, licking himself loudly. When he came out, I saw that the fur on half his face was gone. (gasps) Apparently the black cat had basically skinned his face on one side and came very close to his eye. Don't worry, the cat's okay. But he had to wear a blue cone of shame around his neck for a while, and he was not happy about that. He actually was able to take get the cone off of him. I love this picture of him standing in the window. He's he, he's she, like a complete attention. He's like tall as you can be, standing, looking out the window. She says he likes to throw himself up against the plate glass window like he is Garfield when he's ready to come inside. When I get up from binge watching whatever true crime I come across on Netflix. And uh, then she says he changes his mind and turns around and walks away. That's a very cat move. Yeah. He looks classic. Yeah. Anyway, I just love the I love his name, Mr. Crispy. That's really cute. And thank you for sending us. Yeah, he's really cute. Um, okay, are we doing movies? 
let's TV. Talk, let's talk about what we watched this week. <sighs> well, since we've brought it up on the last few shows, I also I watched um, what's it called? Just like that, or like okay, what's it called? <laughs> just and just and like just that. like that. This is okay. Worst episode for me. Ever. And I'll tell you why. It was boring. No, here's why it was bad. Okay. I don't believe for one fucking second that 16-year-old Lily Goldenblatt doesn't know how to use a tampon. Is she 16? I think. Okay, I thought she was younger. First of all, I think she should be way older. How old was she in the movies? I honestly have... I don't even know. Those kids are not even on my radar. They're, I, no. <laughs> they're just like... I'm like, well, there's too much kid stories. The the kid continuity age is, is off. Yeah, because Brady seems really old. No, but Brady, that's the same actor that played him as a baby. He, it is? He, yes. They got the <laughs> I same... Know they did that. They got the same guy. <laughs> that's really funny. Brady is... Brady... But is the, are, are Charlotte's kids that much younger than Brady? Um, they seem closer. They should be closer in age, right? They should be right? closer in age, but they in the show they're like both 16, 17. Okay. Well, Brady's like seventeen in the show. I then, thought her kids were younger. No, Lily Goldenblatt is like sixteen years old in the show, okay. and she doesn't know how to use a tampon. This was a major plot point. I just like I don't know why this was pissed. This was not a funny storyline. It was so it's boring. bad. It was just like it was like a CBS sitcom storyline. It's literally, wasn't this an episode of Blossom? I think the thing with Lily is I would buy that she never used a tampon. I don't buy that she wouldn't be able to figure it out and would have her mom help her. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I definitely didn't use a tampon right away when I got my period. You didn't? No. You did? Yeah, I started using OBs the first day I got my period. Jesus Christ, you're such... (laughs) I know. I I was kind of. I think it's very typical for girls to use pads initially. Okay, I admit maybe I was a little hardcore in the beginning. Also, obese. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, that's so Marin. First of all, I was in Japan the first time I got my period. Okay, so you had probably had what you had. I my stepmom literally packed a box of tampons before I left on my trip and she po- packed a box of pads. Okay. Picked a peck of peppers. Pick a peck of pickled peppers. She and I remember I I first I tried a pad and I I like walked around for a minute and I was like I'm I'm never ever going to wear that again. And I just was like, well, I guess I'm going to have to use this tampon. Yeah. And it doesn't have an applicator. <laughs> it's very eco-friendly. <laughs> It's just wrapped in a thin Yeah, you just thing of shove plastic. it up there with your finger. You sho- I've been using OB. Well, I don't really use them anymore, but I had been. I used OBs for many years, and I used them for, since day one. Um, I realize I am a very in the minority. I, that's what my point is, though. I feel like it's. I didn't have my mom show me how to use a tampon when I did use one. Like that's insane. Well, I don't think that's what's insane about it. I just, well, think, I do. <laughs> I just think Lily's too old for this. Unless she literally just got her period like that, like a week ago. I don't know. It just seems like you've, she's probably had her period for at least a few years. That's my point. And she's never even attempted. Even if she's like hasn't used a tampon yet, which I find typical, like a lot of girls will use pads for the first year or whatever. I don't think she'd ask her mom how to use a tampon at that point after 
after like using pads for many years. It wasn't a believable storyline. It wasn't it's just believable. not believable. Like, first of all, there's instructions in. They, I don't know why you'd need your mom to tell you what's literally there in a drawing. It's pretty self-explanatory uh, to stick a tampon in. The The worst thing that can happen is like you don't put it in far enough right. and you can feel it. Like, but that's, you can, you know how to fix it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like the storyline's stupid, even if it was true seeming it just was boring and I just don't want to see Charlotte in that circumstance like I just like I don't want it it didn't seem I I feel like they were trying to be like oh we're doing period talk like it's edgy or something it It was too long too it's like that's your whole B story for this whole episode I don't want this story Charlotte has the worst storylines they're so bad they have nothing to do with her literally her only good storyline was Harry's dick that's and that it. was only one second. It wasn't even a storyline. Right. No, her storylines suck. I mean... They don't know what to do with her. It, they should have given her relationship some drama. Right. Too. Like, uh, I have no idea. No, the kids stuff is just annoying to me. I just was like, they're doing everyone... They're doing everyone on that show a disservice. Like, every single character is somehow just awful. I will say, one thing I noticed in this episode... Uh, which I really thought was boring and stupid uh, and didn't like. Um, I do think like Sarah Jessica Parker is a really good actress because <laughs> she always is Carrie. Yeah. Like of all these people in this new reboot, she's sort of the only one who seems like she was. Right. Uh, do you know what I mean? I like, agree. Uh, so I don't know if that's the writing or her acting. I don't think it's the writing. Because I no. don't know why that would be one character they did correctly. It's just it's just lucked out that she's kind of that character. So is so inside of her. She still has the exact same Carrie mannerisms. Yeah, her little quirks, the way she like will make a face or how she says yes. something. Uh, that's another storyline that I thought was acted well, and was that date storyline is infuriating to me. Like that just irritated me because I was like, why would you do that to someone? Also, like the fact that she got all dressed up just to go tell him, <laughs> irritated. Like the whole thing is like, this is just, this is like wrong. Like there's just something wrong about this. Like it's kind of like the show is written by people who have never interacted with another human being before. And I'm not going to get into this storyline that much because we've talked about it so much, but they never showed Miranda going to Cleveland. Right. I was just like, do you think we forgot? Right. That's, that was like the cliffhanger of last episode. <laughs> and they didn't even mention what happened there, no. if anything. No. It's crazy. There wasn't even a passing, oh, when, when I was in Cleveland and we were fucking in the hotel room. Nothing. They didn't mention it at all. Like they thought we were going to forget that. <laughs> it's crazy. Like was- I, I'm almost like, was like big in those scenes and they had to cut them all or something because of, like it doesn't make any sense to me that you don't even mention like we decided to be a couple in Cleveland. Like there was no mention of what happened. Also, I love how in this show, wherever Che goes, no matter where they are, they always have like this horde of fans coming up to them and being like, oh my God, I love you. You're so hot. Like here's you're the funny so thing. Funny. It's not even a horde. It's like two fans. <laughs> <laughs> also, they're, they're fans. <laughs> But why are they always so queer too? <laughs> the fans are always like, it's like, we get it. Well, that's like, 
Che doesn't do stand-up comedy. Che just does like motivational talks. Yeah. I mean, I think they want to prove to us that Che fucks around a lot. But yeah. we, we get it. We get it. At you this fuck, point. Che. And Miranda gets it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a weird romantic relationship. I, I don't know. It's so off-putting. It's so absurd at this point that I... <laughs> Like it, it does. I do. I honestly look forward to their scenes now because it is so absurd. That might be my problem with the past episode, right? I wanted. Wasn't, more. I wanted we, more. We want more. Like at, at this point, <laughs> I'm watching the show for that relationship <laughs> and the stuff I supposedly don't like. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, well, it's interesting because that is the one relationship and storyline in this entire show that where the stakes are high. That's it. Yes. And like they could, they could cut out everything. Like Charlotte could also go to London, and I wouldn't care. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like that, her storylines do absolutely nothing for me. No, I just I'm not interested. Uh, I mean, she probably was my least favorite of the original four to begin with, just because yeah. I don't relate to her really. But I liked her as part of the group, right? But at this point, I'm just like, eh, like what's her point? She's like, not doing anything. No, it's boring. She's not adding anything except for irritating mom vibes. Yeah, I was trying to think. I was like, Miranda? So I was like, no, Samantha's gone. So it's like Miranda Carey. I mean, I, I feel like Carrie. I'm interested in her trying to date. Like that is like a prime area that they could be having really interesting, good storylines on. Especially like dating in your 50s. I want to see that. Well, especially, yeah, dating in your 50s after you thought you had settled down and didn't have to deal with it again is right. a very good story uh, storylines to like explore. Right. So they're really not... They're kind of dipping their toe into it, um, but we know time has passed. Uh, like they've skipped ahead, right? I feel like that something was indicated by about that lately. Yeah. Um, so there's no reason they can't have her more trying. I have no idea. Maybe that new friend, um, Seema. Like, Seema, yeah, we'll kind of get her out there more. I mean, I hope someone starts fucking on this show. Except besides for Morant, <laughs> besides Miranda and Shay. Because that makes everyone like, upset. I don't like when they fuck. I like all the other stuff. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> that's funny to me. Right. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's a mess. You said something like that Anthony has like saved it. Anthony Marantino, played by Mario Cantone, he is carrying this show. He is the one remnant of the of what sex in the city used to be. Okay. He is holding it together. Here's, oh, wait, wait, here's the wait, thing. wait, 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 wait. I know what you're going to say. Okay. We have to talk about the scene. This, okay. I've heard, I was shocked. I've heard people, like I've heard other people say like, why was that even, what was the point of that? For me, the point of that scene was because it was the first time I belly laughed at and just like that. <laughs> Like a genuine, not laughing at them, but laughing at the... I mean, it was just so stupid. It and just came out of absolutely nowhere. nowhere. I, I mean, it just... I guess I was laughing. I was laughing at them, but it was also funny because Anthony's delivery is amazing. But... <laughs> Anthony, it just was so weird. Anthony brings like a random date over to Charlotte and Harry's house for dinner and it's like Shabbat dinner. Yeah, yeah it's Shabbat because they had challah bread. Right. And 
they as soon as the he walks in with the date, he goes, "Oh, are you guys Jewish?" And they're like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Oh, you know the Holocaust was fake, right?" <laughs> It was so, I was like, did we even know anything about this guy? Like, it's not like, it was so out of place and weird to me. (laughs) First of all, even a Nazi, I feel like wouldn't be that (laughs) direct. Like in the first second, like he might've made it, even just asking, oh, are you Jewish? Could have been a weird moment. Right. But then to immediately jump. And it was like, they weren't even necessarily trying to portray him as a Nazi. I think it was like, he's a dumb guy. (laughs) I no idea what was going on in that scene because it was just bizarre and then anthony obviously immediately was like get out but the whole thing was weird because i was like what's the point of this scene because the charlotte's in the bathroom with a tampon right at this point so this is just a scene between harry (laughs) anthony and this guy (laughs) and the kids i think the kids are there well what not lily right oh right so just rock was there yeah okay i just don't it came out of nowhere but not in like a way that made sense at all. I have no idea. It would have, it's like, it's like they did have a whole storyline for their leading up to this where they were dating the whole episode, but they cut the scenes. And so it was just this weird standalone right. moment. Like it would have made sense if Anthony had a storyline where he's like, Oh, it's impossible to find a decent guy to date these days. Right. Now that I'm back on the market, even if we had had that, it would be like, see, I told you like how right. hard it is. Like that would have made sense. It was, it was crazy. It made zero sense. It made zero sense. And I have to think something was cut, but if it, if you cut that part that gave it context, you should have just done the whole thing. Here's what's what I'm, what I mean. The show feels like it's written by a bot. It feels like it's written by a bot. Because right. This is like, I don't, I don't understand what's well, going on. Because that seems like, let's just do something really outrageous. What's the most outrageous thing you could say at Shabbat dinner? Right. Like that's sort of like, but outrage just for the sake of outrage is not funny. But I did laugh. I laughed too because <laughs> it- I was shocking, but not in the joke way. <laughs> it was shocking because I was like, who would do that? Like I immediately was like, that is like, come on. Like I wasn't laughing at the joke. I was, I, I just. It was the choice that made me laugh, I it, think, to it put was, it in there. It was the first real belly laugh I had from the show. Maybe the, the puke was good. The puke was a good moment. Oh, that was funny. But, the, but these are the, okay. I think this is just how starved I am for things that actually seem sort of like shocking, hilarious moments. Like I feel like sex in the city, the show had a lot of really great gross out humor. Yes. And like, yeah, it's like dated and whatever. And it, but at the time it was sort of like, Oh, I've never seen some of it's still funny. Yeah. yeah. Like when, uh, Maria squirts on Samantha's face, <laughs> but I feel like we need, we still need more of that because gross out humor doesn't stop just because we're in our fifties. I also think um, it might be harder to think what's going to gross people out these days because social media, everyone just spills it all the time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's almost like you have to go back to the classics, like fart, stuff like that. (laughs) Like you can't, sometimes it's like you can't only one up it so far. You got to go back to just farting inappropriately at like a funeral or something. Do you know what I mean? Like an old classic that will make you laugh. But that was a great episode when Carrie farted in bed with Big. Yes. That's what I mean. It's like people think you have to keep one up in grossness. No. It's like, no, you have to 
up the embarrassment of a, a classic <laughs> embarrassing act, like a fart. How, where else can we, can we fart where it would be the worst thing ever? <laughs> Look, I'm a comedy. A, a big funeral. <laughs> a big funeral when she goes out to do the eulogy. That would have been funny. And she hasn't eaten because her stomach is a wreck. And she, but she thought, okay, here's what happened. Carrie hadn't eaten. <laughs> Carrie, everyone, everyone's like turning off. They're like, is this a Sex in the City recap show? I don't show? fucking care, okay? We, we have some ideas this here. This is a mini episode. <laughs> this is not our main show. This is our fucking time where we talk about absolute bullshit. I think what would have happened, Carrie didn't eat for several days <laughs> because she was overwhelmed with of grief. Course. Overwhelmed. Right. Finally... Miranda's like, you have to eat something, Carrie. You have to eat something. And she's like, I can't. No, Miranda. No, I can't. And finally, Miranda gets her to eat a protein bar. (laughs) (laughs) Just have a bite of this protein bar. Just have a bite of this protein bar. So during Miranda's eulogy, we can start to hear her stomach growling or like making groany sounds. (laughs) She's pretending she's crying, but she's actually trying to cover up... (laughs) The sounds she's like, oh, just to cover up the groaning sounds, and then she finally farts in front of that bitch at the end who was like big, was a piece of shit. Oh yeah, and then that's where she gets so mad she unclenches her butthole for the first time and she just lets out a a wafty. And it's also you have to note that what makes that scene is it's the timing of the fart. It punctuates what the bitch said about big. Yes. Yes, and Carrie's at her most indignant. Yes. <laughs> or or it could happen when she's talking to big secretary. <laughs> okay. Or wait, wait, wait. Even better. <laughs> I don't remember the scene exactly. <laughs> or it could happen when she uh, confronts uh, Natasha. Natasha, yeah, yeah. Bridget Bridget yes. <laughs> when she spills the water at, at that coffee... <laughs> Like farting in front of Natasha <laughs> would be absolutely humiliating, the especially worst. after you've stalked her and, and like, your husband died. Yeah, yeah, that you stole from her. See, this is what I'm talking about. They need to call bring us. This back. <laughs> call <laughs> us. We have ideas we for can... other fart storylines. Seriously, I'll never stop watching this god awful reboot. But please call Desi and I. Yeah, to, we have some ideas to rewrite. Um, whatever you guys have planned for the second season. We'll just do punch-up, and our punch-up will just be body, like, bathroom humor. I don't even... You don't even have to pay me. I just want credit. (laughs) (laughs) I want credit for my fart jokes. (laughs) Like, they need some... The problem is they need some Samantha energy, right? and they don't have it. They don't. And whatever replacements they're bringing in for that aren't exactly the same thing. Because Samantha is responsible for some of the most crass... And grossest moments on the show. Right. And those are the highlights. I mean, she, Samantha missing is uh, a really key reason why I think this doesn't gel 100%. Well, she also provided so much levity and she ended up calling all the girls on her, on their bullshit. I don't think I realized how important she was. Like, she's always obviously one of my favorite she, parts of the show. But right. I don't think I realized how important she was to gelling. You just kind of assumed it was Carrie. But she really was important. She held them together. Because she was the older one who kind of knew. She had been around the block. She also was the most 
progressive out of all of them. Yes. Like in a way that came off like she wasn't always careful with her words or saying things. She could have just, she was blunt, Yes, but she actually was the most progressive. Yeah. And like least stiff and conservative. Yeah. She wasn't as prude as the other ones. She said in like season one, maybe season two, she's like, it's not going to matter in the future who you fuck. Yeah. As long as the sex is good. Yeah. Like, why is Carrie freaking out over dating this bisexual guy? She's like, get over it. Who cares? Also, remember when Carrie was really prudish on the podcast in the first episode or so? They should have had Samantha on the pod. Samantha would have been like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Because Carrie wouldn't even say anything remotely gross. It was no. so weird. Uh, anyway. Look, I, we have notes. We have ideas. Yeah, call I, us. Uh, looking forward to next week. Is this the finale? It's the finale, and I think I think Aiden's going to be in the finale. Oh shit! I was wondering if they were going to bring back some of the Cause, olds because didn't they say he was like in the show? So he hasn't been. I here. don't remember. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, other than that, I am. Oh, I started Ozark. I think I mentioned that. Yeah, last week. So still watching that. Uh, people keep telling me to watch The Peacemaker. What is the that? Peacemaker. I think it's like a superhero-y show. I've never even on heard HBO. of this show. Nev- People mean- are like, this is so you to Why? me. Why? I have no idea. It's a superhero show? Look, whenever someone's like, this is so you to me, I'm always entering very suspiciously. Me too. Because <laughs> I'm like, well, now I get to see what you think of me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> like, it's always like, this could be either right or they don't know me at all. Uh, so... We'll see. Um, yeah, I don't think I watched anything else uh, of relevance. Nope. I watched Archive 81. Oh, I was going to watch that. Is it good? Not to me. Okay. Well. I watched all of it, though. I had to know how it ended. Oh. I didn't... Okay. I, I just... I enjoyed some aspects of it, but I also had a lot of problems with it. Okay. Just personally. Yeah. Not like... Oh, it's terrible. I haven't heard that many people talking about it. To it be was honest. just it it wasn't for me. It um, wasn't for me. Okay. Should we move on to food? Yeah, what'd you eat? Well, we just had hot chicken, so I am very hot. I'm hot too. Like I get I get warmed up when I eat hot chicken. Me too. I feel like my body's like, "Whoa. Uh, we got to digest this. <laughs> You're going <laughs> to fart at a funeral." <laughs> Our body's well, working overtime. One. It's fried. It's got oil and heat. Brennan Girl, what you doing? Yeah. He fell asleep after the chicken. Um, I don't have much else. Girl I tested cookies. I tested some recipes. I'm doing a bake sale coming up, so I had to test some chocolate cupcake mm. recipes. I actually made a very good chocolate buttercream. It's like the best chocolate buttercream I've ever tasted. Really? Yeah, it's really good. I had... I have no idea because I'm not like a huge buttercream gal, uh, but this one is very good. Sometimes it just tastes too much like butter. And I love- This tasted like chocolate. Like it was good. And I love butter, but sometimes it just tastes too much like whipped butter. I think I might like chocolate better than vanilla vanilla, because this one really tastes like chocolate. So uh, I highly recommend. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's all I got going. Like I said, I ate approximately two boxes of Girl Scout cookies in two days. They're, e- 
To be honest, they go fast. Here's what I realized. <laughs> I opened the box and I'm like, were they always this small? It does seem like I feel it's like not that much. I will also just the like circumference of the cookie. I feel like they used to be bigger. I don't know. Or I'm just, I just know that it's very easy to open a box and then it's gone. And right. You're like, I only had four. No. And you're like, well, no, that's that's 16 or whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> 12. <laughs> but it still doesn't seem like it's a lot in there. No. It's it's easy to eat. And that's me and uh, what I tell myself to feel better about yeah. eating the whole box. Well, especially Thin Mints. You're like, those are They're nothing. thin. Thin is in the name. They're small. <laughs> they're, they're small. They're, they're, they're mint. That's like a vegetable. That's healthy. <laughs> no, they taste like nothing. Right. They're so good. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's all we got. Yeah. We'll see you next week for part two of Bugsy Seagull. Benny. <sighs> you said the ben. name. Ben Don't Siegel. come at me. We'll see you next <laughs> Bye. week. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.